Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, I'm your host, Christine. I am a confidence coach and motivational speaker, and this is episode 114. This is a requested episode, which I love, and this is the perfect week to do it because last week we talked about regret. This week, we're talking about having 2020 vision now, knowing what to say in the moment so that you're not finding yourself in bed late at night finally coming up with what you wish you had said. Today, we're going to talk about how you get to a place where you're saying what you want to say in the moment and not having to deal with that freeze response and then the regret of coming up with what you wish you had said later and letting that roll around in your head. This might be a great episode to have some pen and paper available with you or to listen to more than once. We've all been there, right? We're having a perfectly pleasant experience. We think everything's fine. Then somebody says something or does something to you. And in that moment, you freeze. You weren't expecting it. You don't know what to say or what to do. Maybe you don't want to cause a scene or start a fight. Maybe your emotions are all over the place and you don't even know how you're feeling in that moment. And after it's all over, you have some time to process and think about it and replay it in your mind. And maybe a witty response comes up in your head or at least a straightforward response that has you actually defending yourself or standing up for yourself comes into your head. But it's too late. The moment has passed. You can't go back and say it. And now you're left with this yucky feeling of having had that experience and feeling helpless in it. And feeling like you came off in a way that you don't want to be coming off because you didn't say anything back. Or sometimes even worse, something definitely did come out of your mouth and it's not what you wanted to say and maybe it embarrassed you or escalated the situation and you're just absolutely mortified, right? We've all been there. The question is, how do we stop ourselves from ending up there? How do we handle that differently so that we're saying what we want to say in those moments and not having to add to the regret that we experience down the road. I'm going to give you some steps to take to get there, and I'm going to let you know up front, this is going to take some practice, and I'm going to talk to you about how to do that too, okay? So first and foremost, this is really important, we're going to answer the who, why, how questions. Who, why, how. The reason this is so important is because if you don't know now, when you're calm, who you want to speak up to, why it's important that you say something, and how you want to show up in those moments, you're not going to figure it out when that moment surprises you. So we're going to do this first. Who you want to speak up to. Maybe it's really important to you to speak up to some coworkers or a boss. Maybe it's family members that are always the ones saying something and getting under your skin, and they're the ones you want to start speaking up to. Maybe it's the way strangers speak to you in public. Maybe it's all of it. You do need to have the answer to that question. Why? Why is it important to you to speak up? 
Are you wanting to defend yourself? Are you wanting to stand up for what's right? Are you wanting to speak the truth? Are you wanting to jab back at somebody that's hurting you? Be honest with your answer. If you're not being honest about why this is important to you, the right words are not going to come out of your mouth when you're in these situations. I'm not telling you there's a right or wrong reason to want to speak up. I am telling you, you need to be honest with yourself about what that is. And how? How do you want to show up? How do you want to speak up? And again, it's important for you to be honest and authentic. If you're not a witty person, wanting to show up in those moments and say something witty is probably not how you're going to show up naturally and is going to be really hard for you to pull off and is going to cause you to freeze in those moments. If you're wanting to show up to cool things down so things don't escalate, it's important to know that so that your mouth doesn't get all snappy when you're in those moments. If you're trying to create peace, if you're trying to stop somebody from crossing one of your boundaries, know now how you want to be showing up. What's the result you're after? Who do you want to be in those moments that is authentic to who you are? Once you've answered your who, why, how questions, then you can walk on to the next step. Again, pre-planning here is really important because when you're in the moment and somebody does something that gets under your skin or says something rude or crosses your boundary, your emotions are going to be all over the place. Your alarm systems are going to be going off. And that is not the time to answer these questions. It's not the time to try to figure out your wording. It's not the time to adjust to the situation. That moment has already passed. So the next piece of this after we've prepared is that whenever you're going to be around people who could potentially put you in this situation, family member that has done it before, coworkers that have done it before, you're going into a restaurant, you're going shopping, you're going to be out in public. In these moments, there's some things that you can do to help prepare yourself. So first, you're going to convey your boundaries. We're going to do this by outwardly showing you're not somebody to mess with. This is very simple. It doesn't mean coming across as harsh or rude or standoffish. When you're holding your head up, when your shoulders are back, when your eyes are moving around the room, you're making eye contact, you're alert. This sends the signal to people that they can't just bully you around, push you around, be rude to you. It's not to say no one will try. However, it does lower the chances this will happen. Be aware of your surroundings. Notice the people around you. Notice how they're carrying themselves. Notice how they're acting. If you're paying attention to the people around you, you're going to notice the jerky coworker being mean and rude to everybody on their way to you. Or you're going to notice the coworker that's nice to everybody else but only mean to you way before they actually get to you. You're going to notice the guy coming down the sidewalk who's bumping shoulders with people and not moving out of the way for the stroller before he gets to you. You're going to notice your nasty uncle seeing you across the room and starting to smirk because he's already planning on messing with you before he starts crossing the room to get to you. Do you see how important this piece is? Eyes up, eyes alert. Notice the people around you. Look out for the people that might put you in the situation so you can already start to prepare before there's an interaction. Again, I'm not talking about you bristling. I'm not talking about you being harsh or rude first. I'm talking about you simply being prepared and aware of what might be coming your way. The next thing I want you to do is to regulate your expectations. And this kind of, in part, 
goes along with the warning I just gave you. If you're bristly, if you're looking rude, if you're looking like you're ready for a fight, you're going to invite it. We're not trying to get that far. You don't want your expectations that low. However, if your expectation is also too high, where you think you can go out in public and just be in a daze and nobody will mess with you and nobody will get in your space, your expectation is too high. We want to regulate the expectation. We want to be in a realistic space. You know you're going to a family reunion. You know that you've got that family member that always likes to pick, always likes to start a fight, always likes to say something they shouldn't. Expect it. Be prepared. Don't let yourself get into a conversation with them. Don't let them corner you. Basically, expect that people are going to be people. And overall, they can be lovely. And every once in a while, one of them is going to do something really nasty. And you've got your eyes out for that one. Okay? Doing these things are going to limit the possibility of you needing to say something right now and give you those extra moments to prepare if something comes up and you find yourself in that moment where it meets your who, why, how metric that you put in place. Now, let's say you've done all these things. You've prepared your who, why, how. You've come in alert. You're paying attention. You're reading the room. You're aware of everything. You've regulated your expectation. And somebody who meets your who, why, how is now in your space. And now they're saying something and you need to respond. You keep it simple. You keep it really simple. If you just say no or stop, you're actually doing three different things for yourself. First of all, it quickly and effectively conveys your message that you're not okay with what's happening. Secondly, it's great practice to help you get to a point where you can say more because at least at this point, you're saying something. And it gives you a little bit more time to get the next few words together in your brain. So it might say something like, no, that meeting time does not work for me. You need to pick another day. Or it might look like, stop, I'm not listening to this. It might sound like, no, actually I was first in line. It's a placeholder. It stops everything that's going on so that you can get to the point where you can say the thing you actually want to say. Now, At the beginning, I said, you need to know your who, your why, your how. The how piece is important. How are you trying to show up? Who are you trying to be in this moment? And how authentic is that to who you actually are? This is important for a few reasons. You want the words to actually come out of your mouth. You want them to sound believable. You want people to take you seriously. The closer to your authentic self you can be with those, the more likely you are to accomplish that. If you want to be creating peace, if you want to be stopping somebody from trampling your boundary, if you want to be jabbing back, you have to be asking yourself, how do you want to show up in advance and practicing what that might look like so that in the moment, the right words come out of your mouth. Let's use the coworker that's always scheduling the meeting at a time she knows you cannot be there. You don't want to say to her, well, I mean, maybe you want to say this to her, but it wouldn't be effective. Why are you such a nasty person? That's not going to get the result you want to get. The result you want to get is that she respects that she knows you can't meet on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. And you want her to stop trying to schedule this meeting there so that you don't have to keep telling people you can't make it and be the reason it keeps getting rescheduled. So how do you want to do that? How are you trying to show up? The simplest way to do this, if you're trying to just clearly let somebody know about a boundary, 
or that you're not going to take this type of treatment anymore, or if you're trying to create peace, is to keep it really short and to the point. You don't have to say anything fancy. You don't have to sound extremely witty. In fact, sometimes that doesn't even work. Last summer, I was actually standing out by the road with a friend. We were just kind of chatting. The speed limit on our street is 25 miles per hour. And this man comes flying down the road. And I wave at him to slow down, but he stops. And the woman I'm with kind of freaks out, right? She backs up. She's like, oh, no, confrontation. Not me. I've practiced this. This is something I stand for, right? But I want to be pleasant. My goal is to have peace and have him drive the speed limit. So I started very pleasantly. I love the color of your truck, which I did. That was true. I asked him how he was doing. And then I, in a joking kind of way, trying to be a little witty and not rile him up, made a comment about maybe driving slower. I don't remember now exactly what I said. It was almost a year ago. He laughed. He's like, all right, all right. He drives off slowly. Great. Felt good. Except the next day, my girlfriend calls me because it's her house we were standing outside of. And she says, well, he just went flying down the road again. Great. Me trying to be witty obviously didn't do the job. He didn't get the point. The point was stop speeding here. Now, sometimes we can be witty in a way that sounds kind and is clear. That coworker that keeps scheduling the appointment at a time that she knows you can't be there, you can say to her, is there something you need me to help you understand so that you stop making this mistake every week? You're offering assistance. You're getting curious about why this seems to be a problem for her and you're putting the ball back in her court. She's responsible for her mistake. Gives you that little bit of a jab that you might be wanting and getting her to stop pushing that boundary. And that's a great example of if you don't know why it's important for you to speak up and how you want to show up, you might not be able to come up with the wording that you're actually looking for in the moment. It's really important if this is something that you struggle with to take all the steps that I just laid out for you. It's important to recognize that you're not always going to be able to predict or see it coming when somebody's going to act like this. I shared a story on the Facebook page about a man that approached me at my table and completely caught me off guard. I did not say anything, witty or otherwise, back to him. I was so surprised. Those moments happen. And when those moments add up, when daily you're having experiences where you are not showing up for yourself, where you're not speaking up, where you're not maintaining your boundaries, that really wears on your self-esteem. And that can make it really hard to be you out in the world. Like any other skill, this is something that can start to come more naturally to you, where you can start to show up in a way that feels really good to you. And practice and awareness is what's going to get you there. So it's really important that you take note of how I'm walking you through this and start putting it into practice in your own life. So again, we're going to, before we even leave the house, have an understanding of who you want to stand up to, why it's important to you that you do, and how you want to show up when you do that. You're going to be prepared to convey your boundaries by head up, shoulder back, eyes alert, being aware of your surroundings, regulating your expectations, reading the space around you. You're going to use little words to help create that boundary, effectively convey your message, and give you time to get more words together. No and stop are two of my favorites. You can also say, hold on, wait a moment. Whatever feels good to you 
to help give you that little space to say whatever it is you need to say next. And then keeping in line with how you want to show up and why it is important to you, keep it short and sweet. It doesn't have to be witty. It does not have to be clever. It does not have to be a zinger. It needs to be effective. And simple can be very effective. Your goal this week is to start working out your who, why, how based on your past experiences. I'm sure you've got answers to these questions. It's to start practicing conveying your boundaries the way that we talked about. Look at yourself in the mirror and see how you're coming across. Have your stop word in place. No, stop, hold on a minute, wait. And because you know your how and why, let the next sentence come out of your mouth in a clear, simple way without your emotions overtaking you, without needing it to be super witty. Just let it do its job. If this is a huge struggle for you and you're recognizing that this is an area where you could use more help, reach out to me. Let's have a conversation about how we can do that. Thank you for listening this week. Thank you for the suggestion for this episode. And I will talk to you next time. Bye.